Hello and welcome back to just another football podcast, a two-man show. Uh, Ali, myself, and Fergal. To hello, you're right on YouTube. Yes, if you're on if you're on Spotify, you might see the video too. Actually, we started uploading video podcasts on Spotify. If you haven't noticed, uh, hello, so, Ali. Uh, yeah, look the other way. Look the other way. The other, uh, <laughs> hello. hello, how are you? <laughs> That's so like. God, it's cringe. Anyways, uh, we were supposed to be talking about a Jaffe Derby this weekend, but Queen stuff happened and funerals and whatnot. So that was delayed, um, but Chelsea did play this week, and I kind of wanted to hear uh, about your um, kind of early, early thoughts on Potter. Given a one-game sample, uh, what do you think is going to happen next? <laughs> but um, I haven't what... got much to say, really. It's like... Oh, one game. Surprising. It was a bit disappointing, um, but there was. I, I, I thought there was more movement in the front line. Um, okay, good. That's a sign at least. Ma I thought Mount was given maybe a freer role. Uh, he seemed to be popping up in a few places. It confusing people thought he had a poor game. I thought he was probably Chelsea, one of Chelsea's best players. Really nice touches at some points. I Harris didn't perform that well. Um, it's, it's, it was midweek, so I'm, I'm kind of struggling to remember. But that, that, there, there were my two thoughts. Um, from the game, it was just, just a, a bit disappointing. Um, um Bamiang still not quite there. I, um, I don't know if he'll ever be there. I don't know if the if he's just out of pace with the Premier League. I I I give him the benefit of the doubt that it's his jaw, because that does like any any time I've heard about jaw injuries that they do sound like horrible because like the um like how often do you move your mouth? So if you're moving your mouth all the time, or if any vibrations go through your go through your sort of upper body, they'll they'll oh. sort of affect your jaw. You know what I mean? So oh it's, yeah. Um, I, I, I I'd imagine that I, it was. I imagine there's quite a lot going on for him at the moment. He he yeah. caught burgled just before he left Barcelona. Big transfer, moving country. Debt's here again. The manager who he liked working with gets sacked. Um, it's been a mental cut a month or so for him. So yeah, um, I I'll, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt for all those reasons. Um, yeah. But I, I, I haven't. I ha, my, I, I ha, my expectations aren't too high from. So he went three at the back. Was Sterling? I, I didn't watch the game. Yeah, yeah. Yes, Sterling was, was Sterling was the wing back. I I, I wasn't sure what they were going to do. There were some people think it was going to be four at the back with Aspiriqueta as a second centre back, and I thought that that was less likely than what actually turned out to happen. I thought. FJC's prediction, I don't know if it's ever been said in the pod, but FJC fancies Mount as a wing-back. And I, I was looking at it going, oh my god, is is this actually going to happen? But it turned out it was yeah. it was Sterling on the on the left wing-back role. Um, which I thought I thought it was okay. Yeah, I thought it was going to be a back four, and then you'd have a front three of Kai Sterling and Aubameyang. When, when you look at this, high, at this like formation, it makes sense. But then Kukurea was the one that played left wing back. Um, I I just didn't never saw when I, whenever I saw 
I, I just couldn't see it as a four. I, I did think it was going to be a, th- a three. And then it was just who's who's playing left wing back. I thought it might have been Mount or or put Reese James on the left and oh. Mount right. Oh. Reese James has done left wing back um, sort of in the last 10 minutes of games at times. Um, Mason Mount on at right wing back would be a movie. F- <laughs> FJC calls it and I get it I do get it there's a lot of he likes that right channel he he can put in a good cross um I do like, understand where, where he's coming from with it but it's not um, he's not exactly a, a like a wing like someone who will just take hold of an entire flank like the wing back defends a lot defensively as well uh, mm. i feel like mounts much like his best role is in the half space just mm. just behind us like in a in a midfield three or uh behind the striker as uh uh Tuchel used to do it but yeah i feel like that's that would be his best role but um just today earlier today there's news of a new director I assume that's a director of football. Fabrizio Romano on Twitter just put director. I, I'm assuming that's that's the yeah. director of football we know. Christoph Freund from Salzburg. Uh, if you can't beat them, buy them. And he uh, he was behind deals like Holland, Mane, Keita, Obamecano. Uh So yeah, there's a good few na- other names on there. But any, uh, I'm kind of hesitant to like say. It's all him because Red Bull seems like they have a huge network of, of scouting resources. Um, so to pin it all on one person, I think, is uh, quite brave. Um, but, um, but yeah, it's, it seems like a good move. Um, at, at least you don't have, uh, at, like, hard bully doing football decisions for you. <laughs> at least yeah, and I, it's like... As I said on sort of the last podcast, it's like I this whole thing of he wants to be the manager. I think he wants to have make like big decisions, but mm. I don't think he's looking to run it day to day. And he said that at that he done like a, a what was it like a, a webinar or, or oh, like he done like an interview. He done like an interview thing. Yeah, did you, did you see that was was it Salts? It was called. Mm. Um, um, a few clips got passed around. He needs to be careful though with some of the stuff. He's he's only got his foot in the door, and he's suggesting about um making big changes to what the Premier League does. Not that I I don't think that all the changes are are bad or anything, but yeah, he needs to sort of know his place in 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 this. Um, yeah. He, 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 he can say, look, I, w- I want to help. The- he, can, he can be a bit more vague about it. He could be like, you know, I, I, I want the Premier League to, to grow grow more. I'm not not just at Chelsea. He could say those sort of things and sort of keep the ideas to himself. And that just just purely out of um, sort of uh, what? manners, good manners, manners. I feel. Mm. I, I, I like that's that's what the UK is, and and um, you know it's you 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 don't get above your status when you you've just arrived in, and you know your your club is all over the shop. Don't be trying to uh, point fingers at, at 
and, and make decisions that are going to affect the whole Premier League. Yeah. When Chelsea aren't in a good good place, it it won't. It, those ideas won't be taken on board very well if you do that. Yeah. And I think that's he started off with that, and as a result, there's been a backlash. I personally, the, the what he said, I don't think is that bad an idea. I've thought about an All Star game. I think it's quite fun. Um, I I just can't see. But he was saying like the money would go towards the football pyramid. Will it my whole go towards the, the football <laughs> uh, uh, pyramid? Like as if all as if all as if all all of the the top teams in in England are going to give up their best players for like the, the, a game, risking injury and all the rest of it, and they're not going to see any money. Not a chance. Not a chance. So. Mm-hmm. Like a good good idea. Also, again, I prefer that than the community shield. If I'm totally honest, um, it, it'd be it'd be a bit of crack. And um, with all these things, it's like the first time it it doesn't feel like a big deal. But mm. it, it once you get a history of it, and you you look back at the previous, you know, all star MVPs and stuff like that. Like and, and players take pr- a pride in putting on the all star jersey and stuff like that. Yeah, I I I think it is a cool idea. It, it's um, it, the sort of the I find it interesting watching uh, the last dance in the the mm. all star sort of stuff. Like, uh, it was a it was a clear thing that he was it was a significant achievement to win MVP in the all star games mm. and all all the basketballers talking about how big of a thing that is. I don't see why that couldn't be the case in a in the yeah. in, in like a Premier League all star game. Yeah, see, England is a, or the UK in general. Uh, the 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 people and especially followers of sports like pride themselves on traditions, and it's a sport that's yeah. been going on for 150 years or something. Um, and to 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 for someone to go in and be like, hey, well, uh, we want to like scrap this whole thing and come up with this American thing. Well, I've been here for a month, and I'm suggesting the, that. It feels weird. The one thing I'm surprised he didn't say, maybe it's because he, he could get himself into big trouble, is I, I, over-the-top streaming service. I don't know how like, the Premier League owns outright. I yeah. don't know how this hasn't... I don't know why this still isn't... Like It's only it's only ever pe- people like us or like people in the meet pundits suggesting it. Yeah, uh, I know Simon Jordan's a, bit, a big fan of it and talk, they, does talk sport. Mm. Um, I, I I'm surprised you didn't say, say something like that. Maybe it's because you can't really say it because of the deals with Sky. You might, you might get himself into more trouble, uh, with saying coming out with something like that. But uh, like that's the first. If I if I was new to the Premier League, that'd be the first thing I'd be suggesting. Unless there's some really good reason, business reason why they're not doing that. But I certainly can't understand it. Um, See, the MLS are doing, from next season onwards, it is all on Apple TV. And this weekend, actually, something interesting happened with the with the MLS. Because kickoff times, right? So Philadelphia Union played Atlanta United. If you look at the game on Google and anywhere that's listing the kickoff time, it's 3.30 p.m., all right? The, kickoff, the actual kickoff was exactly 3.50 so what 3.30 is, is apparently when the uh, broadcast starts. And I work for the union, and I know that 3.30 is generally when 
the teams come out and the broadcast starts and uh, it takes eight minutes to kick off. So there's like a national anthem every single game. I don't know why, but there's a national anthem. And then uh, there's the huddles and everything. And we kick off at eight th- at 38. So if, if kickoff was 3.30 between brackets, it would be 3.38. But yesterday's was like a national broadcast. And it kicked off 20 minutes after the listed time. And it was on Twitter. And, this, and the stream on Twitter didn't start until 3.50. So there's so much confusion still from like really big followers of the MLS. And I've, I'm new to following the MLS like as closely as I did this year. Yeah. Um, and there's even with people that are like massive followers of the NFL for years and years and years, there's so much confusion about when kickoff times are. But what they're doing next year is putting every single game, regardless of where they're, where it is, on Apple TV. Um, so hopefully that solves some of the confusion of where it's broadcast and what time is kickoff and whatever. Um, but I feel like that's going to benefit the MLS because people know, like, okay, this is a place to watch MLS. And I feel like with the Premier League, having one place to, to watch it, especially in England because you have this... I guess issue with not broadcasting the uh, 3 p.m. kickoffs is like none of them broadcast. I don't, I don't understand it still, and I guess it's because it helps the like more local, more lower level teams in the pyramid, and that's when all the games are. So we make sure like they they have attendance mm. and they have tickets. I don't feel that's gonna be affected. Like if if you're a Liverpool fan, you want to watch Liverpool. If you're a Chelsea fan, you want to watch Chelsea. Like. You, you, what if you just don't give two flying birds about your your team next door that are playing in the tenth division? Like that's okay. You don't need to go watch them. And what what's what keeps happening is people steal streams and watch from from illegal streams. Like why? I always despicable. That absolutely despicable. Uh, yeah, of course, um, we we don't encourage it, but I mean, I do. Because uh, it's far too expensive in the UK to to um, to, to uh, have a Sky and BT subscription, and for um, like one third of the games, ultimately. Yeah, um, but yeah, that that that'll be the first thing I I'd be trying to do. I don't know how long they're locked into the the current deal, but if if by the time the next deal comes around, they haven't. Um, yeah, I was thinking, how expensive would it be to own a TV channel in, in the UK, like? Dude, like there's there's some small channels that have digital channels on, um, uh, like have a slot on on your TV listings. Like mm. surely, I, I bet the Premier League would make more money than so many of them. Like, mm-hmm. um, and get way more view- viewers. So I I don't know even why the Premier League can't like you have the subscription, but also you can pay money to to get on your actual telly. I would do wonder if that's an issue where they're like worried about people that aren't fully committed to uh, a streaming service yet. Like they, they like the fact they can switch on a, a, their telly and, and put on an actual channel as opposed to having an app on, on your telly that relies on the internet. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm sure the apparently could afford a, a TV channel. There's so, there's so many small t- uh, TV channels that are on there anyways. I'm sure they could. But yeah, um, yeah, I'm trying to think anything else with Todd Bowley and Chelsea. Um, I, I feel like uh, the idea of a of an All Star game is good. Just for the record, I think it's really good. 
And I, if they really want to help the uh, the football pyramid, this would be a good way of doing it. And as uh, it grows and grows, uh, uh, revenues are going to be more and more. It's, mu- it's a much better idea than the Charity Shield, Community Shield. The, the other thing is, I, I wouldn't mind if that's the game they want to do outside of the UK. It, you know the way there's talk of like, Oh, they're like, Spain MetLife Stadium. Yeah, I, with that sort of game, because like, who's going to go to that? Are, are you definitely going to go to it if you're a, a, a Chelsea or Arsenal or Liverpool fan or whatever? Are you going to you, go support Team South? Mm. I, I, it's an interesting game to watch. I don't know if I go to it. I don't know how the chance would go. Yeah, it's sort of like very different. much an exhibition sort of thing. Like the, yeah. Uh, so... If they want personally, as a as someone who, who's living outside um, of of England and watches games majority on the TV, mm. I'd, lo- I'd like to hear what a, f- a fan that goes to games opinion on this, because uh, I could be well in the wrong here. I might, I might have misread the temperature of this, but um, I I I think if if there's a push to to get a game outside of the outside of England. I think this would be the game to do it. The only thing is, does this open the door to more games? Mm. Which would be maybe the worry, but if you wanted to do an all-star game in America, as you say, MetLife Stadium, all-star Premier League game, North versus South, break in a load of money. And if it is given to the football pyramid, then yeah, the more money that's being made, the better. So put put it anywhere. Um, well, not anywhere. See, yeah. I wouldn't do it North versus South. I would do it NBA, spot, uh, NBA style. They have... Well, captains and they get to choose their team they get to draft their oh teams. i like that that is good i'd do that way so you'd have like let's say uh the football writers association player of the year and pfa yeah. player of the year they're the two captains and they have to be different and then they would pick their teams and that's the way i would do it uh then, but then you need to do rules about how many. How many? How a quota for each team? Yeah. I I I watched James Alcott's video on it, and he put two, and I was thinking, I think you do fantasy, uh, Premier League rules. Okay. And he, and and, and he, he put you push it to three because it, it's fantasy Premier League is already a thing, and this uh, is kind of like a fantasy team. Uh, I I I push it to three in a squad of of. Um, whatever, and I, I think I think I think that that makes it a wee bit. You're gonna fit up more of the best players in that way, yeah. As well, and more teams um, as well. That's cool. That's really cool. All right. Yeah, that'd be. I I I think I think I think we've sussed it. So you know, I'll take a. I'll 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 be humble, Ali. I'll take one percent of the profits from that game. Uh yeah um, yeah I think uh, you know not, not too much I'm, sh- I'm sure that will that will be a hundred grand or so uh, I'll humbly take that that's that's all my contributions me too um, me too there was something else um what what else Top only came out with something else I can't think of what it was now oh yeah he mentioned about um Chelsea becoming a multi club team which for Chelsea is great but it's mm. one of these things that I'm not actually that keen on. Mm. Uh, I I think it's, I understand that having one feeder club like we did with Batista Arnhem, where mm. we're loaning them players, yep. but it was it was to get it was sometimes work permit issues, sometimes it was yep. um, just getting experience in a, yep. in a in a league that's good for developing youth. 
but having a multi-club that I, I think you might have used the term feeder clubs I, I just I don't like the fact that we'd go and buy some club that might have been there for for years and years and all of a sudden it's it's a it's it's just used used for us to churn out talent um it doesn't sit well with me um but yeah it's uh, it, it's it, an american it's good for Chelsea but not necessarily good for football that sort of thing it's an american mentality of benefiting the most as much as it can from this ownership so uh, I don't blame him for the thought. It it feels like he's kind of was thinking out loud and started blurting out thoughts. <laughs> like to be honest, that's that's kind of how it felt like. Uh, yeah, but... he, he's also he needs to get his terminology right as well, and oh. and get because he he said like uh, Chelsea is the best academy in the world, and they've tra- they've produced Mohamed Salah, Salah. And Kevin De Bruyne. <laughs> Kevin De Bruyne. Um, he needs he needs love. to he needs to know what he's talking about a bit more. Yeah. Um. Um. I. I. I fair enough. And also, there a bit too much business terminology for a you an English football team. He's talking about a lot like it's a business. Wasn't it which, a business conference though? I don't know. It is, it but you, oh, you, okay. you, that doesn't mean you have to talk like it. Like it's a, It's just every any other business. Yeah. Like, Especially when you know your fans are gonna are gonna see the clips, it's okay. I understand that. I I I, I get it. it. It's okay with me personally, but I know that'll rub Chelsea fans up the wrong way. Um, yeah. The fact that it's it's never nice to to think your team is just a company. Um. Yeah. But yeah. I feel you. So um, yeah, that's 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 all that. Oh, that's a good bit. Uh, they're, they're the only things, to be honest. They're the only things I have an opinion on this week. I've watched very little football. I, I think I'm a bit <laughs> footballed out at the moment. I get back that. into it now. Ireland's playing, um, although um, it wasn't it wasn't a great weekend for for. I don't know if we're jumping into it now, Ali, but I'll just mention it wasn't a great weekend for the Irish defence. Nathan Collins and oh um, my god, dude, and Gavin Bazunu, <laughs> um. Two of my favourite Irish players at the moment. What was Uh, Nathan Collins thinking about in that instance? (laughs) What uh, was the thinking there? I don't know. I I think you could tell he was like so so disappointed in himself coming off. He was literally almost like hitting himself in the face. Um, (sighs) Yeah, not not great. Um, But I'm sure there's plenty of Irish fans that wouldn't uh, would be happy enough that he, he. Put his studs in Jack Grealish's thigh. Oh yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm sure Nando didn't mind it. (laughs) Uh, What about Gavin Bazunu? Gavin Bazunu didn't play. Gavin Bazunu should have done better uh, for the goal that was he conceded against Villa. He um, Uh. he saved the shot and it was a decent save, but the the ball went straight up in the air and came back down and Ramsey put it in. Um and. He should have tipped it over the bar. Um, mm. he, he let let it go back in the in the danger zone, so not great for him either. Um, but yeah, it's I, I'm hoping that they'll be fine. Uh, come coming to play for Ireland. Usually they are. Usually, usually they they pick up their form for Ireland. Um, yeah. Well, uh, from from one um, very boring game 
that Asavel Southampton. I read on someone uh, mentioned the fact that it was probably the most boring Premier League game of all time. There was I'm someone. Not... I feel it was like one of the broadcasters. As yeah, well, one of the broadcasters. It. Yeah, it was. I think it was. Ah, was it Taylor? No, 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 no. It was. It was. It was a Twitter post, but I I don't yeah. remember who it was. Uh, yeah, it was, I I remember it, seeing it as well. It's a yeah. big. Someone... It's a big name in the broadcast kind of world, but. Leicester City <laughs> allowing humans out to score his first three Premier League goals inside 15 minutes and losing six. To uh, allowing is harsh. Well, Son... he's there three bangers, like there are three great goals, two of them like curling guns. But the, the other one, I mean, Danny Ward, is... I, thought, I thought the second one was poor, just how much space he got, but it, like it was, yeah, great. Like to, to score those two goals with both feet is just like. Mad, it's mental. Um, and then the and then the last one they're pushing for it a bit. I thought Madison done well to come out afterwards and talk about it. Mm. Um, but I think Leicester will be okay. What? I I I I think they they they're gonna be all right. They just like they, they, it was. Hold your they, thoughts. They were doing okay. Hold your they thoughts. They're doing okay. They, are, they're doing okay. Okay, hold your thoughts. No, in that in that game, I I I thought James Madison was pretty fair in what he was saying. Mm. I I, like if 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 your one of your big issues is is defending set pieces, as bad as that is a thing to keep conceding from set pieces, it's also something that should be able to be corrected relatively easily. But the problem, Fergal, is that they had these problems from the start of last season, and they've never corrected it yet. Seven game, seven games in. Like yeah, when? and there's if still not... 30 games to go. 31 but games But it's been a season and seven games, though. It's been more than 40... It's been 45 games of problems with set pieces. Like, how long the... how long will it take to correct basic... Like, the Eric Dyer goal is just basic. It's <laughs> just so basic. It's the easiest goal ever score. So they're now on one point. Uh, already five points off safety. Their recent form is just five losses. They've conceded in their last three games away, four, five, and six against Arsenal, Brentford, and uh, Tottenham. Uh, mm-hmm. 22 goals conceded in total. Six losses, one draw, zero wins. The only team left without a win now. Goal difference of negative 12. And you think they're going to be all right? Yeah. They, they showed enough in the Tottenham game in the first half mm. that a if they just cut out the mistakes, uh, indeed, indeed, had had a really poor mistake, and like yeah. they're they're in the game, they 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 were at times dominating Spurs, um, and not just like keeping safe possession. They they had Spurs pinned at times mm. uh, in that game, um, uh, and then Song comes on and just you know like whenever they're pushing for it and and just ha- as you know. 13 minutes of, of, of incredible finishing. It happens. And yep. they, they've, had, I've, they've had a tough enough start to the season. Like It hasn't been uh, easy fixtures. The one disappointing one is the Southampton result. But all the other ones, it's like understandable how it you happened. Like, 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 like a draw with Brentford. I don't think that's a bad result with, with uh, how Brentford have, have been doing. 
Um, Arsenal, unbelievable. Southampton, you're, you'll be disappointed with that, without a doubt. That's, that is disappointing. There's no getting around it. Maybe, perhaps, do better against Chelsea when um, we had a man down for majority of the game and with how poor we, we were doing, perhaps. Um, but then Brighton, they were, they're in great form. And Tottenham, it wasn't a 6-2 game. So, I think... I, I think like Madison's in great form. I thought their new centre back looked okay. Nice. Um, yeah. Um, and they're gonna go up against Nottingham Forest and Bournemouth, uh, and then Palace. Like the the next the next five games are all winnable for Leicester. Um, mm. uh, well, if, here's if, here's the thing though. Brendan Rodgers goes now. They have a whole international break to integrate the new head coach if they if they hire one. The new the new head coach Sean Dice. <laughs> Sean Dice. Um, they have uh someone to kind of integrate and you know have a quite a few training sessions with whoever is not playing international, and then have a mm -hmm. run of fixtures that is all winnable, and uh, you know kickstart the season. Then I think this makes sense. I think it makes sense to uh, hey I hate to say get someone out of their job but you've had a specific problem and you've rather than solve it it's been compounded by other problems and despite the lack of money I don't think it's a, it's like the squad is good enough not to get 20th place <laughs> not to be so far down so early so, yeah, uh, but I I, th I think it can happen and like the only the only, I genuinely believe the only result in there that they should be genuine disappointed with is is the Southampton game um, you cannot concede five and six I, I, it, regardless of who you're playing against I feel like that, it, I think, I think conceding that. five against Brighton because it's Brighton is disappointing yeah, Brighton so. are a good team and like um, yeah that, that, that's how I feel on I, I, I wouldn't get too carried away with it now that they've um I feel like they've got a few of their the players in there that um, it's a bit more settled now. Mm. The lack of Danny Ward isn't good enough. That's the only concern, major concern I'd have. Mm. Um, but the players there are are are, are good, as you said. They they shouldn't be near. Uh, shouldn't be twentieth. Um, and Madison's in great form. Having a player like that as good as Madison. Like playing really good form, gunning for he'd be he'd be trying to get in the England squad to do as well as he can as well. That have him aiming for that. I, I think I think he he'll do enough. Look, we'll see in the next couple of games. If if the if they don't get results in the next couple of games, especially Forest and Bournemouth, you know I've, I'm I'm wrong, but mm. I I think they'll be okay against those two teams and um. And that'll be the turning point. Okay, so this uh, this moves us on very nicely, actually, to uh, a section that uh, we uh, we kind of created on the spot. But given that it's an international break, it's a good time to do it. I think. I didn't think I had a good a good one. Uh, but, uh... Well, you so you think Lesser are gonna be fine? Do you think Lesser are gonna be safely out of? It? Give me a position for Lesser roughly for the end of the season. Where are they going to finish? Um, 14th. 14th, okay. All right. I'll move to one of mine. 
And uh, it moves us on nicely to Nottingham Forest losing 3-2 for the second at home against the second promoted team this season. So they lost 3-2 to Bournemouth. Now they've lost 3-2 to Fulham. And it makes me th- it makes me wonder about Steve Cooper. I say, oh, we I don't want to tell you know clubs, hey, get rid of this manager because these are jobs and careers at stake here. But uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, I think you know where I'm going with this. With the amount of spending, I'm I'm. It's it comes from a place not because I think Steve Cooper is not good enough for the league or uh, he's he was not capable of turning it around, but more in the point of view of Forrest can afford and are not afraid to spend on. Uh, is this a prediction that you and... think you're predicting what the actions that you think they'll take as opposed to what you think they should do? Is I'm predicting right? uh, yes. I'm predicting what Forrest will do, not what they should do. I think they should just stick stick it out. Like even if they if they survive the Premier League, even if they go points, down, not even yeah. if they, not even if they go down, I don't think they should go down. I feel like if if they're on course to for survival in the next let's say five or six games, this next chunk of games after the international break, let's say until the World Cup, then stick it out and uh, you know see what happens. I I, I go far as to say if if the even if it looks like they're going to go down, I think they should stay with him. I mean, he's, he's that, like, to do what he did, like, they're literally just saying last, this time, this game last season, or this time last season, it was Chris Hutton's last game in charge, and they were bottom of the championship, or whatever it was. Yeah. You can't, you can't, you can't sack someone, you, even, because, like, this, this is why they've had to buy so many players. So many players left, yeah. but also, it was a squad that wasn't ready for the Premier League. So, yeah. It, um and look, some if they've done if as long as they've been smart with the contracts given out that there's you know reduction in in wages and um uh, relegation sell on clauses stuff like that that mm. that means that the well they, they they can move them they on they can rebuild again it, well not even they shouldn't need to rebuild too much they they should they should need to be able to just like sell on the players that are really unhappy and and keep the keep a core squad still of, of, of the good players they've signed. I mean, I'm um, not sure how many of those players would be happy to play in the championship, especially like the big side. Jesse Lingard's contract expires after the season ends. But someone like Karim Adiemi, who was with Union Berlin and gave up a chance of playing in Europe to go with Nottingham Forest, he would want to go. Awani. Uh, no, Adiemi plays with Dortmund. Oh, Adiemi. I mixed Awani and Adiemi. <laughs> Lovely. Great. Football knowledge. Um, no, Atani, uh, I'm sure he'll want to go. I'm sure Remo Freuler wouldn't be happy to play in the championship. Just guess. Champions League caliber. Um, someone like um, the center back. I'd say they'd sell Brennan Johnson. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is what I mean. But I think that I think Gibbs White would go down. They're not selling him after the money they spent on him. They wouldn't get the money back if they mm. go down. Mm. And he's just come up from the championship. I think he he'd stay. He'll be fine. They, yeah. Like and any any of the ones they signed from the championship, I think majority of them would stay. And then like Willie Bolly staying, um, you know, they, they, got, they would think if, if they if they lose <laughs> if they lose, I don't know eight pairs of the twenty three <laughs> pairs that they've signed this summer. They're, they're still gonna have a decent side. Like um, 
I, I, I would, unless it goes like catastrophe wrong and like, you know, like they're, they're just everything's rotten. I wouldn't be sacking Steve Cooper. It, I, like it would need to be bad, really bad, um, mm. like performance and everything to, to for 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 me me to say sack Cooper. Yeah, and I, I and I'm not I'm not saying they should. I say I'm saying they will because. They because they, they've the been same thing with Leeds. Whenever Leeds came up, it's like it's been so long, and like you know, if you don't make it work first time, you can go back then and not come back up. Um, so you need to make it work, um, and maybe that that ambition will 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 drive them to, um, to 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 sack him, but uh, maybe get Sean Dyson or something. But it's it, it's a tough job for anybody to. Like it's it's literally just a brand new squad, um, that haven't really played together. So that's that's just tough to to coach. And also the fact the amount of signs they made after the season had started and stuff like yeah. that. Like in, in, even a signing after the transfer window closed <laughs> in Serge Aurier, which you know I'm sure Serge Aurier is going to be great around the dressing room. He he's the he's the perfect calm, cool, collective figure you you want um, coming into a squad of 23 the, of lads that don't know each other. Um, yeah, that's, that's a good point actually. Uh, but no, on a, uh, just another. Um comment on Dean Henderson's goalkeeping was interesting for the third goal. It's great positioning. If Dean Henderson FM23 is, uh, is a football manager 23 is about to come out in less than two months. If Dean Henderson's positioning is more than 10, I'll be upset. Yeah. That's just me though. Uh, any other way to early predictions takes? Um, well, I, I put it in the Discord chat that um a part of um let's see where was it now i'll read i'll give give the i was gonna steal them but i'll, I'll get i'll give a shout out instead yeah um so that's a smarter choice <laughs> um catherine says man i finished man i finished top three which I said in in this season predictions i did say i i wouldn't rule man united totally out Mm, and mm, I was okay. shot down, and even by the end of it, I was like, "Yeah, no, I'm wrong." But a few games in, uh, Chelsea in a bit of turmoil. I'm not convinced over Spurs. I'm not as convinced over Spurs as I was before the season started. Uh, I thought they were going to be a lot, lot better. Mm. Um, I say that after a five-two win, but honestly, I w- wasn't that convinced o- over them still. Um, but um. Arsenal, Arsenal are looking good, but it depends how quickly things like for Chelsea um, and uh, and Spurs. I think if 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 Chelsea and Spurs end up like just not doing well as they should be doing, and it leaves an opening there, and uh, Man United could do third's a bit high though. Third, I, I if she had said fourth, I'm like oh, um. Not not everyone got it. Where well, I asked for hot takes, uh, Bob has come in. Uh, West West Brom Bob come in with Southampton to finish tenth. Um, really hot take there. Yeah. I get it. He said he says nobody ha- every had them down near the bottom. I get it. Yeah, no, it's um, uh, I I think that's it's a fair enough point to put them tenth. Um, it probably is yeah, hot. It's a, is a bit it's, boring. It's, it's warm. 
and then hot. It's, like, it, it, like you finish yeah. sentence, I was like, oh, all right, because I'm having to finish sentence. Where did they if, finish if, if, last season? If, if you dipped your, if, if, if the, your bath water was the temperature of that take, you'd be adding more hot water in it. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, I like uh, my, my, uh, my bath water hot as well. Um, um, I, so, and then, and then, oh, another just, one. Was, was there, I'm just, I'll just go through them all. I think, um, there's another one. Brighton to finish top four. That is that's that's scalding hot. That's hot. You know yeah. that is your your um. You want to turn down the temperature know. a bit. You want to uh, yeah. yeah. The, that that's the temperature of of the tar that they they <laughs> they used to chuck over uh, castle walls uh, for on Russian uh, attacks <laughs> of a siege. That that that's 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 far too hot. Uh, um, no, I I wouldn't say it's that that hot. If we were gonna go yeah. with the bath water, it's like you you get in there expecting, you know, the the water to be at appropriate temperature, like ah, and then go out of the shower again and try to adjust the temperature. Um, that's that's um, that kind of. And hot then it, but Bob redeemed himself. He said Bournemouth to survive, which I do like. That's a lovely. That's a lovely bath. That one. That's a good. Yeah, it's uh, a great bath. Uh, that that's just right. Um, yeah. I'm 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 submerging myself in, in that one, uh, with with the uh, bubble bath. Um, I like yeah, Bournemouth to survive. Um, I I I, I think I think they're actually a, a better side. Uh, it's Gary O'Neill. Is that what you call him? That's currently managing them. Uh, to- I actually do not know. <laughs> Um, I, th- I think that's his name. They're doing okay. They're, uh, since he's come in, they're doing okay. I I don't mind that take. Um, and um, yeah, they they they're, they're sort of solid, pragmatic. Um, if they got the right manager in, Sean Dyche, you never know. Gary O'Neill. Um, yep. And the last one, FJC, admittedly said it was more of a calm take. So you know, this is this is a, a nice cool glass of water for you <laughs> after your hot bath. Um, he said uh, Potter will draw every game one one uh, with Chelsea. So I, I you know what, I, it's actually not too outlandish as it uh, as you may think because if he was to draw every game one one, he would only last until January. So. It, it, what's that like? January. Eight, eight, eight games drawn one one. I think that that could that could happen with, with with how he was at Brighton. That could happen. So I um every yeah, game one one. Every it, game one one. He so that he'd was win the draw the league outright. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. Yeah. Um, I have one. Uh, let's let's try to um. Get this on a scale of you know how hot is your water in in the bath, uh, because it's gonna move us on to. That should be the name of the segment. Hi, hi, how is your bath water? Um, my bath water says Byron will not win the Bundesliga. Oh, who will? If not them, but uh, Borussia Dortmund. Even though Borussia Dortmund, there is a. There is a there's a vibe that says they're kind of struggling, but they're second. And first are Union Berlin. I don't think Union Berlin will win the Bundesliga. But Bayern struggling without Lewandowski. They're struggling. 
Their striker is um, not Sadio Mane. I, I read a tweet, a tweet from an account that had said that it, like his tweet last season about not a pre, Liverpool not appreciating Sadio Mane went like horribly viral, right? It was right around the time when we were kind of asking questions about Sadio Mane's contract, right around when Salah's contract talk was rumbling on. And then, mm-hmm. like, at, at some point, everyone was, what about Sadio Mane? It was right that, uh, right about that time, like February, March. But he, the same account tweeted, uh, something like Sadio Mane is the the most bizarre striker I've ever seen cannot dribble, cannot finish, cannot control the ball. And I'm like, dude, calm down, right? But at the same time, it seems like the the attacking output is not is not there. Although they did win against Barcelona 2-0 in the Champions League midweek. Um but there but, um, but, but that was because Lewandowski couldn't finish his dinner. It was, oh yeah. Um the, the the XG set was in Barca's favor, and and yeah, on another night, Barcelona win that quite easily. Yeah, um, which is annoying that they they actually do seem to be okay after <laughs> <laughs> after all of this. <laughs> it's just, yeah, they um, seem to be fine. Uh, it, it, like uh, it's ridiculous the amount of players they signed. Yeah, um, so but we've got Wonder Kids coming out of their wazoo as well. Um, yeah. Their um their Bundesliga form is yesterday they lost against uh, that, so that's Saturday one nil against Augsburg. Uh, they drew two two the game. I swear before. that that result happens every year. Augsburg beat them. Augsburg beat them. I, 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 feel, I feel I feel like I've seen that uh, you know ra- every every random. It was Bochum last season weekend. that beat them. I think I feel like it was Bochum, but anyway. Uh, Bayern 2, Stuttgart 2. Stuttgart recently promoted from Bundesliga 5, of course. Union Berlin 1, Bayern Munich 1. So that's their three recent uh, Bundesliga games. The one before, yeah, Bayern cool. 1, Mönchengladbach 1. Yeah. Uh, and the one before that, they won 7-0 against Bochum. So uh, it's it's interesting, their Bundesliga form. So three losses, three draws in a row, followed by a defeat. But their Champions League form is two 2 0 wins at Inter and against Barcelona. But I I feel like these draws are gonna are gonna affect them on the long run. Um, I don't feel that they're attacking. They're they're getting a lot of used to in terms of how their attacking dynamics work because their striker was a left winger. That's you know it's not mainly a striker, but he played for a while for Liverpool there. But he's a completely different profile to Lewandowski. And they just don't have someone that again, is an actual tall, you know, presence that can do everything. Because Mane is still like adjusting to that. Someone that can play with their back to goal is what they're missing. I feel like it's not, it's not that presence. Yeah. Not to sound like an old man. I I heard going into this game week that uh, this is the their worst start to a, a season in, in twelve years. Oh, holy! Before, okay. before the loss, but yeah. it's they were they were unbeaten going into this. So it was it wasn't like it was completely awful. But yeah. um, I Bayern usually get their shit together, and Nagelsmann is a good coach. Um, I'd expect them to run it around. How hot would you say that water is? Bayern not to win the league. Um. 
I would say, I would say it's a it's it's a it's a nice warm bath. I nice I'd say it's, it's it's a good it's a really it's a really good take. Really, really good, nice temperature for take. Okay, good, lovely. All right, that moves us on. I want to take a, like a quick European tour. We've finished the first like section of games going into the international break now, and a few interesting things happened. Did you know that Udinese are right now at this moment in time as we speak, are top of the league? The top of the league. I thought they were, I saw. I, I looked at the table before the games. The top of the league. Is they won three yeah. one against Inter to go top. So right. they're. Uh, okay. Oh, actually, never mind. Atalanta are winning against Roma right now. This game is going on. If they, if the result holds, they go top by uh, a one point difference. Uh, but Udinese have quietly had a good, like five wins in a row against. Uh, Inter, Sassuolo, Roma 4-0, Fiorentina, and Monza. Uh, and that, that's, that's been their like storming four and five games in a row uh, after a loss and a draw to start the season. Uh, they're quietly up there. And uh, Inter are seventh. And are guaranteed to finish seventh until after the international break. So and that's interesting. Juventus are now. still all over the shop as well. Juventus are eighth. Juventus lost today against Monza. Would you believe it? They had a red card as well. Um, did you see the meme about having like a donut shaped formation? No midfield whatsoever. Just all like a circle around. I'd love to make a tactic like this work in football manager. It would be a miracle. So, you just have you just have to have a load of like inverted ones that actually end up coming inside. Um, yeah, <laughs> you to, have... to fill to fill the void. Like, but this was bizarre. Like this, it, like the midfielders were hugging the touchline, at, like it's just circular all around. It's amazing. I remember, remember that hap- was it was it Real Madrid in uh, Classical had that once. I think it was one of maybe the first time Carlo well, Ancelotti managed them. That was a freeze frame, more like, but that was a the like in that donut thing. I think it was against Fiorentina, might have been. It was like a theme, like it, you would you would want you'd look for players in midfield, and there's just none. It'd have right. to go side and cross the ball, and it'd go to the other side and circulate and cross and go the other way, and recycle. Uh, but no, beautifully horrendous form to start the season for Juventus. You like you loved two wins of seven, four draws and a loss, ten points from seven games. Just love to see it. You love. Serie A is one of the most interesting leagues. It going like it probably yeah. the most interesting like in terms of um who is going to be top four and everything like there's yeah. there's a few teams up for it. It's it's the one I would encourage people to watch the most. Um, Leon versus PSG later today. The significance of that is that if Leon win, Marseille guarantee top spot until the international breaks over. Uh, yeah. So PSG are not... Don't get your hopes up. Oh, well. Yeah, same, same. <laughs> uh, oh, quiz question. Quiz question. One more on Syria. Ah, who is the top goal scorer? Oh, right I have now? no clue. Let me think. Yeah, give, me, give me some sort of clue here. Uh, it's one you don't expect, which is the reason why I didn't. Is it? Is it a striker, or a striker. is it like a? 
striker. And are they over 30? They're over 30. Okay. Pagliarella. You know that guy? Uh, Is he still playing? Pagliarella? No, it's not Pagliarella. Let's sketch out. I think he's retired. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I think he might be. Um, okay, here's uh, let me think. Let me think again. Okay, um, Giroud. Now, I said one you might not expect. Giroud is... You might expect Giroud to be top of the... Yeah, oh, Put me out of my misery. Who is it? Uh, it's someone wanted by... It was He was wanted by an elite team in the summer. Weirdly. Frank Ribery. No, no, no. It's Marco Arnautovic. Arnautovic, oh my god. So they were right all along. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, six goals in uh, seven games. Marco Arnautovic for uh, for Bologna. So that's uh, tough goals here, yeah? I said that I, I, whenever that rumor came out about him going to United, I, I like, it was mad. And like, but the, the fact that they, the fact that they inquired about him and then got the backlash and didn't go for him, it's like, that like that's just poor decision. I you think he's the man to sort it out, or he's not. Mm. So either fully go for it, or 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 or, or don't make that decision. But yeah. yeah, maybe they were right all along. Maybe. Probably a stats guy at United, absolutely smacking his head off a wall, <laughs> going like, "I knew I was right. All the fans are wrong." <laughs> I don't know why he's American, but yeah, I I I was wondering too, Virgo. I was wondering too. Okay. Moving on to the last two bits. You know what they are? Although I don't know if we should award Short King of the Week. It's unfair on the teams that didn't take play, the, the plays that didn't play this week. Although you have... No, it isn't. If, you, if you have an outstanding shout, um, we can do that. As you're thinking of it, I will go yeah. ahead and update the masses on our uh, fantasy. Just another fantasy pick. The fantasy tournament where... Each one of us, the Just Another Football Podcast co-hosts, if you're new around here, there are two more. Harry and George starting here today. Um, so we, each of us gets to pick a uh, player, and we tally up their fantasy points, and whoever scores the most points wins at the end of the season, but just one player each week. So uh, I think last time we hadn't even covered Game Week 4 yet. So it, to catch you up, Game Week 4 was... Fergal picked Gabriel Jesus, he got a point. I picked Che Adams for some reason, he got two points. George picked Human Son, got three points. And H- Harry picked Erling Holland, who ended up scoring 17. So I went ahead and picked um, Erling Holland. So game week five, we all forgot it was a midweek game. There's too much going on and we forgot, all right? So game week six then. I picked Holland for the second time. So we're allowed to pick one player twice. I picked Erling Holland. He scored nine points, but I cannot pick Erling Holland for the rest of the season. Fergal picked Kevin De Bruyne, seven points. And as for George and Harry, they forgot to make a pick. They did not pick for the second week in a row. <laughs> uh, so they scored zero, of course. And then this game week, just uh, just gone, Fergal picked Harry Kane, and I picked Harry Kane too. So we both scored 10 points. We thought we were safe. We thought we were absolutely fine. When that, we're patting ourselves in the back. We're patting ourselves in the back. When that lesson, uh, 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 when Human Song started on the bench, it was all good. George picked Odegaard, who ended up pick, uh, scoring zero points because he didn't play. He had an injury. Harry picked Human Song, who didn't even start. 
but came on, scored a bloody hat-trick. Harry's so far had a 14-point haul from Kevin De Bruyne, a 17-point haul from Erling Haaland, a 19-point haul from Human Son. Fergal and I had a double digit once. That's the Kane pick, Fergal. That's the only time yeah. any of us got a double double digit. Uh, so yeah. Harry is running away with it with 55 points now. I'm in second with 36. You're not far behind Fergal with 32. George has 12 points. Bye, George. Bye, George. We'll see you soon. Although, Fergal, it wasn't George like dead last, last season and then picked Salah yeah. triple captain. He scored 84 yeah. points. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. These things can happen. These things can happen. Um, Do you have a short king? I cannot. Yeah, I'm one. struggling, but um, I'm going to go Fabio Vieira scoring on this day. Oh, okay. All right. I'm happy to give it Fabio Vieira. I, th- I was going to give it to Gabby Jesus again, just because I didn't watch the game. I had work. Um, so I yeah, I I haven't seen too much of. There's no short kings that stood out for me in the Leicester Tottenham game. Yeah. Um, which I, I I watched a bit of. So yeah, Fabio Vieira. Uh, yeah. Welcome to the Premier League. Um and uh, congratulations on congratulations. short king of the week. Short king of the week, Fabio Vieira, of game week seven. Okay, I think. That's a great way to end it. Talking of the week is the headline of this uh, of this uh, just another football podcast every single week. I, it's close to my heart. I don't know about you, Fergal, but I love the award. I think it it serves great purpose. We we're all like an average height of five foot six here, so we it's it's super important to us to you know award our short kings and and make them feel make them feel big. I guess. No, feel comfortable within. Feel righteous in and and glorious in our small, beautiful bodies. That that that's that's what this is about. It's yeah. about empowering um, sure. small individuals. Yeah. All right. Thanks everyone for uh, listening. If you're still listening at this point, I mean. Uh, we appreciate it. We do. Uh, leave a subscribe on your way out. Uh, give the give the, the video a thumbs up if you're on Spotify or Apple. Make sure to follow us there. Spotify has has re- Spotify has reviews now, so give us a review. Make it five stars if you can, if you want. And, they uh, definitely can. So make it five stars. Make it five. Uh, Fergal's a bit more blunt <laughs> if about you it. Can. No, no, no. You, you def- There's definitely the option there to give us five stars. So do that. Um, uh, I, I'm a believer in an opinion, so if you don't want to give us five stars, it's fine. But give us five stars. Dude, give us dude, five stars. Wait, look, we're, we're both fans of Jaffin. They they got top spot on on um uh, on, oh, on Spotify yeah. charts. Oh, do we even register on those charts? <laughs> are we? Uh, I like. See, I, are Apple we on the Richter scale yet? Apple is one of the listen, less listened to, and uh, according to our number, like our videos have been doing great lately relative to the other episodes. Like this season, we've had a, maybe an average of, I don't know, between sixty and seventy views. There's one that did three hundred. It's amazing, um, and it wasn't it wasn't the Alcott episode either, was it? It wasn't the Alcott one. It was the one that I had Anthony Taylor as like the the yeah. villain of the piece. Uh, and it, and it was uh, it was a good clickbait one, but the the viewership shifted, or like the listenership shifted to YouTube now because you can see our faces, but you can also see our faces on Spotify. 
And you can see I our faces on this. Twitter. I, I was I thought this was only a, a Spotify exclusive thing that you can put your video on Spotify for podcast. No, you can. That's brilliant. I just I just don't convert the video file to audio now. I just put it on Anchor, and they will turn up as a video on Spotify. I'm like, good. You can see our Amazing. faces on on Spotify now. You can see our faces on YouTube. Uh, and you can see faces on uh, our faces on Twitter. If you go on Twitter, JF underscore pod, you'll see a big banner that has the four of us and James Alcott on there. And then you'll see a follow button. Just click on that also. Okay. Bye, Frickle. Bye, everyone. Bye. Wave to the camera. Have a five-star week, everybody. Bye, Ali. Bye, Frickle. <laughs> <laughs>